Imagine if you went to bed at night with a million bucks in your brokerage account, and then you woke up in the morning to an internet page that said your balance was zero. This just happened at a major brokerage with about 30, the brokerage has, I don't know that this happened to 30 million people, but the brokerage house has 30 million individual accounts. So it's a pretty big place. We're going to talk about that with our friend Chad Parks from Ubiquity. Plus, we will reveal what our money friends had to say about love and debt on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown up kitchen in New York City. And I'm Chad Parks, coming to you from my casita in Puerto Rico. Love that. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape and across the globe, like Chad Parks in Puerto Rico. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Big thanks to Joust for supporting Money with Friends. Joust is the nation's only all-inclusive banking platform for these self-employed. Pay Armor, Joust invoice payment guarantee product, supports the 71% of the gig economy workforce that experiences non-payment. You can sign up for Joust for free at try.joust.com forward slash MWF. Enter the promo code MONEYWITHFRIENDS and you will get $100 in credits. That is try.joust, that's J-O-U-S-T dot com slash M-W-F. Chad Parks founder and CEO of Ubiquity. Welcome. This is your debut as a thought leader guest co-host here on Money with Friends. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us a little bit about Ubiquity and what you guys do. So we are a uh, turnkey third-party administrator and record keeper for small business 401k plans. That's it in a nutshell. Which is something so many companies need these days. So many people work for small companies that historically haven't really had the resources to provide these kind of benefits to their employees. That is very true. Uh, When I started the business 20 years ago out of my financial planning and investment management practice, the data was rather frightening, something like 72% of businesses under 100 employees offered no workplace savings plans. And to me, that was a huge challenge that needed to be solved. And 20 years later, we're still chipping away at it. So um, as you know, uh, you know, retirement preparedness is a huge topic in our country. And it's something that um, we're happy to be able to contribute to the solution. And in fact, you actually produced a documentary about this um, called Broken Eggs. Yes, that was a fun, fun adventure. We went on a six-week, 6,000-mile road trip across the country with two RVs, a van and a trailer, and a film crew, and uh, basically tried to get and capture the uh, what the reality of people's knowledge of retirement and how they're doing to prepare for it um, through feed-on-the-street interviews. And that then led into a full feature-length documentary that we did produce, yes. Which is an awesome documentary. Um, maybe we'll leave a link in uh, our on our, our- page where people can read more about you, moneywithfriendspodcast.com, go to the Thought Leader page, and we'll put a link to where people can uh, learn more about the documentary there. But in the meantime, let's see which one of our money friends is going to bring us into the headline today. Friends, check. Money, check. Friends with money, let's do this. All right, Chad, you get us started. Okay. All right. Well, Fidelity customers freaked out Wednesday when a technical glitch caused their 401k balances to drop to zero. 
So I guess you could imagine that would be quite the eye opener on your Wednesday morning when you're sipping your coffee, realizing that you maybe think that you're broke. (laughs) Not a good feeling. No. So uh, that one caught my attention because being in the record keeping business like Fidelity is just like I am. You know, we obviously have a lot of systems and, and everything in there in place for security and redundancy and database backup and the cloud and everything, everything, everything. So when I read that, I didn't freak out. I knew that for sure your money is going to reappear somewhere. But what that really made me start to think about was to the average person who puts so much emotional connection to seeing that number on a screen every day, what kind of jarring effect that must have had for them. And that's what one of the things I wanted to break down on that today. Right. So let's get into the article. Um, it's by, um, it's, it, it's a Market Watch article, right? Mm-hmm. Market Watch by Alessandra Malt. Okay. Do you want to read the beginning of the article? Sure. So some Fidelity investment customers were in for a nightmare scenario on Wednesday. When they logged into their online portals, they saw they had no balance or in some cases, no account at all. The Boston-based financial services company is fielding complaints on Twitter from users who say they can't see their retirement accounts or their other investment or checking accounts. The problem appears to have started in the morning, though the company was still responding to Twitter users as of 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So... I would imagine I wouldn't want to be those folks in the customer service department at Fidelity having to explain why your accounts have disappeared. No. And then a lot of these people actually went to Twitter. And what's interesting is that this article included a lot of those tweets where people are saying, you know, at Fidelity, what's going on? And then, you know, they're saying, you know, my account showing up zero balance. I thought I had more than that. Hint, you should have had that service outage announcement up on your website a lot sooner, a bit disappointing. So apparently there was some sort of service disruption, but they didn't notify the customers and it wasn't on their website. So many of them were panicking. The article goes on to say the company said some clients were experiencing intermittent technical difficulties and that they now have been resolved. There was also a service alert on the site, but I guess the timing of that wasn't right for some people. Um, And as I mentioned in the open, they have 30 million individual users, 29.6 brokerage accounts. So this is, you know, big numbers. We're talking about 7.8 trillion in total customer accounts. Um, So it's, it's frustrating. I mean, you know, one of these people quoted says, could you imagine if you went to bed last night with $1 million in your Fidelity account and woke up this morning to zero? And I do want to say, even though this story and this instance is a Fidelity Mm. instance, I think this could happen anywhere, right? This isn't, we don't want to be pointing fingers. No, no, no. And that's right. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that Fidelity's name is on it better there than mine, (laughs) but, um, but um, like I said, you know, it's one of those things. It, It truly is just a, technical glitch. It doesn't mean that your money is gone and that there's no way of proving what you have. Um, but that just goes to show how dependent we are on a digital age today. You know, and, and you know, I'll, I'll liken it to, you know, when you used to get your paper statements in the mail, you know, not much has changed. You put us a lot of value on that piece of paper that had a printed number that made you feel something that made you feel like you were accomplished or that you had further to go. That paper has gone away to the web pages now. But, you know, I think that's what that's for me, the very interesting thing is, and I know Brad, you mentioned he's a psychologist there, a financial psychologist, you know, to have that jarring effect of having even for a brief moment thought that all everything that you've worked for is gone is, is very frightening. Um, I will say that, you know, this, these types of companies with this technical uh, challenge, not to worry about it, but I can't help but think about Bernie Madoff, right? And the fact that those people really did lose their money. So it's, it's, it's a legitimate concern that people have out there. 
Yes, absolutely. We do tape this, by the way, live in front of a Facebook Live audience. We have a number of friends here with us. We have Joe, we have Lorenzo, we have Sarah Lynn, we have Brad, Dr. Brad Klontz, who's also one of our thought leaders. We have Ron, we have Annette. So thanks, guys. They can chime in with their questions. But before we do that, I do want to go to our Instagram, at MoneyFriendsPod is our handle there, where we asked our friends a question. We asked them, we said... Apparently, clients of a big brokerage woke up to balances of zero when they checked their accounts Wednesday. Excuse me. What would you do? And the choices were um, meh, temporary glitch or total panic. So what mm-hmm. do you think our money friends said, Chad? Not to put you on the spot, but of course I am. What percentage uh, said meh, temporary glitch, they weren't worried? And what percentage said total panic? I'm going to guess um, 65% not to worry, 35% total panic. That was actually pretty close. Um, you were right in that the majority said not to worry. 56% said meh, temporary glitch, and 44% said total panic. So, and why, Okay, well, that's why, higher than I thought. Yeah, why do you think that is, though? Again, it's uh, how much importance we put on these numbers that we see on these digital devices that that's our reality. And if even for that brief moment, you think it's taken away, of course you're going to panic, right? <laughs> but, like, but imagine, people, have you ever lost your phone? That's the worst panic. Oh my goodness. I feel like, <laughs> which is sweet. more of a panic for you, Chad, your phone or your wallet? Mm. Yeah, probably the phone because yeah. there's not much in the wallet these days because it's all digital. <laughs> my phone is my wallet. So there we go. Right. I, that's actually true these days. Yes, I really pay for many things through digital payments on my wallet. As I mentioned, we do uh, tape this live in front of a Facebook audience. We mm-hmm. have Annette here with us commenting. Um, do you want to read that on the screen, Chad? Sure. Annette says, this was my fear and what held me back from investing with an online bank. I just felt safer walking into, a, I'm paraphrasing, a traditional bank, a brick and mortar bank. And that makes sense. You feel it, you can touch it, you can see somebody cross the, the aisle, you can Jump up and down and yell at them if you need to. (laughs) And we have a comment from Ron. You want to get to the head? Yeah. Ron says, meh, we're used to these glitches. Oh, and flash crashes. The more it happens, the more we become numb. That's a very good point. Yeah, that's absolutely true is that we get used to it and we just assume meh, it'll work out. It'll be fine. But I mean, what, you know, do we just hold on to papers, you know, occasionally? Do we still stay with getting paper statements as a backup? I mean, do we do screen grabs and put them in? you know, yeah. kind of thing, you know, once a month, should we do a screen grab of our accounts? So we have some proof. You know, that is actually uh, a very valid question because if you don't have some sort of a backup, if you don't have a paper trail, if you don't have some proof otherwise, yeah. What do you do? You know, I have to, you know, like what if the solar flare comes along that they've been predicting and wipes out all of our electronic magnetic data, <laughs> You know, and what have you got to other than maybe a piece of paper from a few years ago to say, hey, this is where I was two years ago. So it's, it's a legitimate concern that I don't think anybody wants to ever think about. So but we should think about it. What are the solutions? What should we do? Um, yeah, maybe go ahead and request those paper statements. Keep them in a in a fireproof box in your in your home so that God forbid the worst thing that happens, you can say, you know, I'm ahead of the line. I've got paper statements to said this is what I had you know, versus the person who doesn't have anything. I mean, it's kind of doomsday. Do we really want to bring everybody down on that? (laughs) I know, I know, I know. Let's take a couple more comments from our Facebook Live audience before we run out of time. 
Uh, we've got Joe here. So Joe says, this is a good time to take inventory and make sure you have backup and insurance against any loss you may incur. That's very true. This is all the basics of financial planning, right? These are things that you've got to have your, your, your house in order um, in the event that something bad happens. And Brad makes a comment here. It's kind of crazy that about 90% of currency doesn't actually exist. Oh, please, Brad. We don't have time to start talking about the money is make-believe. You and I could go have a beer on that one because it is completely made up. But that's way too much for the show today. <laughs> before you and Dr. Brad go off and have your beer, um, we're going to just take a quick break. Before we get to our takeaways, we want to thank Giles for supporting Money with Friends. Um, if you've ever thought about starting your own business, maybe you want to begin a side passion project, but you weren't really sure where to begin, one of the things that you need to think about is that income and how it's going to be steady, which is kind of impossible, speaking from my own experience, when you run your own business. It's really tricky. Clients pay when they want to pay sometimes. And so um, that's not something that you want to be stressed out about. And it could actually be something that keeps people from starting their own business. So Joust has solutions. They are the nation's only all-inclusive banking platform for the self-employed. Business banking can feel complicated, but Joust makes it easy. Pay Armor, Joust invoice payment guarantee product, supports the 71% of the gig economy workforce that experiences non-payment. You can sign up for Joust for free at tryjoust.com. Excuse me, try period joust period com forward slash MWF. Let me do that one more time. Try.joust.com slash MWF. And you guys enter the promo code money with friends because that will get you $100 in credit. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> no, it's a great, it's a great service. And you know, speaking of like that has unsteady out, yeah. income, you never know when clients are going to pay that pay armor thing is no joke. Cause you don't want to miss one of your own bills because you're waiting on a client to pay the bill that you, the invoice you sent them. So it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. On that For note, sure. do you want to go first with our takeaways or do you want to have the final word, Chad? I'll go first with the takeaways. Okay. I don't feel up for the final word. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my takeaway is back to the basics. Do your keep your house in order. Um, document at least once a quarter. Maybe, like you said, take screenshots of things that your digital accounts um, and archive that and have that available to you in case the worst case scenario happens. I mean, I'm kind of looking around at my pile of mess on my desk right now and thinking like, I don't know where to start. So I got to take my own advice. <laughs> yes, I definitely need to take your advice as well. And we have, for example, Ron here just chiming in. He says, I need capital need to paper trail my accounts. So we're all learning a lot here today. My takeaway is I believe this could happen anywhere. So let's not point fingers. That said, hope the company and all the companies that handle our money do take this seriously. What if it had actually been hacked and in some way something a lot mm. more serious had happened? Hashtag scary. Totally. <laughs> Chad, you're going to be back tomorrow. But in the meantime, where can people follow you and Ubiquity on social media? Yeah, so... Um the website is myubiquity.com, M-Y-U-B-I-Q-U-I-T-Y.com. Um, all of our social uh, links are there. It's easier just for you to go there and then click through on whichever one is your favorite. But we do have a very strong social presence. We are very active out there. We are the champions for the small businesses and their employees. And, and we, we, at our company, what we do is we take what we do very seriously because we do record keep people's money, but we like to say we don't take ourselves seriously. And hopefully you'll find that in our voice through our social channels. 
Love that. People can also um, learn more about you on our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. Go to the thought leaders section and you will be back with us uh, tomorrow. We're going to be talking about financial infidelity. So mm-hmm. everyone, make sure you are subscribed. And by the way, we love it when you rate and review the show. So please do so, especially if you like the show and enjoy it. We appreciate the support. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. On behalf of Chad Parks, I'm Bobby Rebel. Bye, guys. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2020. Ryan Sini and Nicole Thornhill from Pro Podcast Solutions engineered this show and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be a part of the show. As with anything, remember, you shouldn't take advice from any of us or other video or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.